right, next one. Which friend's character are you? Monica. Okay. It's the, it's the cleanliness. There you go. And is that last question a racist question? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like if I were... I was just going to say, like, if I were... Um, if I were a black person and you asked me that question, could I answer it? Because there's no black people in front. Well, there was Alicia Tyler. She had a moment on Take that show. Take a moment, yeah. Um, maybe the question should be, which Tyler Perry character are you, David? All right, so let's... Which Tyler Perry character are you? No fucking idea. I don't watch Tyler Perry stuff. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. The Literate Apecast is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout podcast. So you've had the last 46 hours of no sleep. Something like that. I mean, I did, I went 46 hours without it, then I took it, and now I'm and, back, but I'm still kind of like, ah. Huh? Yeah, and I've, and I've spent the last uh, couple days, well, uh, Governor Sisolak here in Nevada um, decided, because, because when we opened up Las Vegas, Everybody went, fuck the COVID, it doesn't exist, and ran around like a bunch of fucking toddlers. So now everybody, everybody, if you are in public or in any public space, you are required to wear a face mask. Now, the interesting thing is, is he's not going to have, and that's what, that's, this is the thing that makes it uh, interesting. It's, a, it's kind of a brilliant strategy, but it makes it a pain in the ass for me, is that the cops aren't like, if you're walking around, if you're in a place, no individuals are going to be like fined for not wearing a, you know, nobody has any individual responsibility, but the businesses, if they come in, if they come in while you're doing business and they notice people not wearing face masks, they fine you $18,000 every time. Wait, they find the business $18,000? Yes, yes, yes. If local... If local people local are not wearing their, come if, in and no, no, well, they, no, they they're sending OSHA around. Oh, that's under, okay, that's what, yeah, and they're yeah. sending them undercover, so it's not like they come in, flash a badge, or that you know they're coming and you can warn all your right. guests. Oh, put your fucking right. masks on. So what happens they, if if you're you're making the rounds at the casino and yeah. you're there's somebody across the casino that you're yeah. you haven't gotten to them yet, and OSHA happens to be playing at the one arm bandit next to him. $18,000. Even if you're like, I haven't walked that far yet. Nope. you got to get on it. I mean, that's the thing. Is it's See, not just me. Up. It's security. I mean, I well, that, get it. But like, as long, as, long as you're th- making an effort, that should count. Because casinos well, are... Well, and I think it will. Okay. I think it will. All right. Yeah. I think it will. But one of the things, like yesterday, uh, I, I went to all my cocktail servers, and I just said, listen. I said, Cock. I know you don't... Uh, yeah. I know Tail. it's not... Yeah. I, yeah. I know you don't think it's your business. <laughs> I know you're trying to get tips. I get it. But anybody that comes and orders stuff... And they're not wearing a mask, you will not serve them. Yeah. If they're not wearing a mask, they don't serve. Because the thing about it is if they refuse to wear a mask, get the fuck out. Yeah. You know, and and the first day I spent 
most of my time, and I told everybody, all right, it's the first day, be cool about it. But Jesus Christ, what a bunch of fucking toddlers. It's like, I've got a mask, and it's just hanging down, and what I'm going to do, this is the game. I've never been in a casino with more goddamn smoke in my whole fucking life. Because the game is, if I have a cigarette in my hand, then I don't have to have the mask on. So fucking, it's like the whole place was a chain-smoking nightmare. It was like the fucking smoking lounge in the Atlanta airport, which is like that fucking cubicle. It's like a tight, like, four by four. Yeah, where everybody's in there going, I I get my nigga. It was, I've never seen so much smoking. (laughs) And at one point, I went over to one guy, and he, he, he literally had been for like 20, 30 minutes. He never smoked the cigarette, but it was lit and sitting in his hand. And finally, I walked over and said, you're not smoking that cigarette. He said, no, I'm smoking. I'm smoking. I said, no. Put the mask on or get out. I I mean, I'd had enough. I said, you're going to put the mask on and get out. Well, what if I want to smoke? I said, then you can move the mask when you take a puff and put it back because I'm done with you. Yeah, if you want to smoke, then smoke, buddy. I got your game. I got your game. So, it was yeah, it was crazy. So, so how's Chicago? Well, here's here's the the question that I have, though, is... Could they just, I guess you can't outlaw smoke. It's shit. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe that's a terrible idea. That would probably cause an uprising if you well, outlawed the thing smoking. Is, it, it wouldn't cause an uprising. It just means nobody would show up. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is gambling and smoking is kind of hand in hand. There are yeah. some non-smoking uh, casinos here. But, it, you know, and, and, and I, well, I'm convinced that that's the next step. If they're really serious about everybody wearing their mask, that's the next step is they're going to fucking do that. And everybody's got trying to, you know, it's just it's just one of those things it's well, frustrating, think, but it'll 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 be fun. I'd rather have everybody wearing them yeah. than not. I mean, it's funny you say that. Like it, you're dealing with a bunch of toddlers. I would guarantee you, because you know Harry's back in school or daycare, and he has to wear a mask when he goes to the door, and I've got to wear a mask, and the the teachers are wearing masks all day. And part of the reopening was like, we're going to do masks. We're doing all these things. Da 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 da. We will have the kids in masks when possible, when most appropriate. And it looks like from the photos that they have, you know, because they post photos on this thing. Oh, yeah, to, to prove. Um, and the teachers are all in masks. The kids are not always in masks, which, like, okay, kids, fine. yeah. But here's the thing. Harry will say when we're getting out of the car or as we approach the thing, he's, he'll say, need my mask. Like, he gets it. Harry's yeah. a toddler. I guarantee it that it is easier for daycare, for daycares to keep masks on their toddlers than it is for you to keep masks on the adults. Oh yeah, I had a because guy. Adults I had a guy, are horrible. They're fucking. They're just assholes. I had this guy, and he he refused to put it over his nose. I mean, he had the mask over his mouth, but That's if it's not over one. your nose, That's it doesn't do any move. good. Yep. So I go. I, he's playing roulette. <laughs> I walk over. I said, "Yeah, you got to put it over your nose. You got to put it over your nose. It doesn't work if it doesn't put it over your nose." So he does it. This went on at least. Seven times I mm-hmm. told him this. Yeah. And finally I said, listen, I said, I'm not trying to bust your balls. I said, really, I'm not. But we get fined $18,000 if they come in and you're not doing that. So, and he goes, so give me $15,000 and I'll put it over my nose. I said, or I'm going to walk your happy ass out of here. How about that? <laughs> he was like, because I was just like, motherfucker. Yeah. And, and he went. <laughs> You'll kick me out if I don't put it over my nose. I said, after telling you seven times, you're goddamn right. So put it over your nose or get the fuck out. And he went, you're serious about this. I said, I've given you every latitude, and now my patience has run thin with you, sir. Oh, my God. This is like you are a parent. 
I know. You never thought you would be a dad, but you're a fucking dad. I'm a I'm a dad to a bunch of fucking degenerates that. Oh. Yeah, but no, daddy, I'll I'll be good. No, it's done. It's too late. Being it's good over. is too late. It's We're, over. That train is left a the 70, station, boy. A seventy-year-old man, I had to keep coming yeah. up to and saying, "It's got to be on your face." Yep. And he'd go, oh, I'm sorry. And finally, about four times in, I said, you're not sorry if you keep pulling it off your face. You know what and I want to do? I want to get, get footage of you saying this to the person, but replace it with, replace what you're saying with my audio, which would be talking to Harry, which is, <laughs> please stop throwing yogurt at the dog. And then Harry going, no, daddy, I'll be, I'll be good. Too late. You threw too much yogurt at Molly. It's the, it's the exact same argument that it I'm is, having with is. my kid that you're having with this 70-year-old idiot. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna, can <laughs> I put you on hold? Can I put you on hold for a second? Uh, okay, sure. Okay, okay, sorry about that. Mm. Sorry about that. That that music, just so you know, the oh, whole was, music I got. Yeah, yeah nice. I got the whole music from uh, Dana and I were on Priceline and we had to get her her tickets to go to Pennsylvania in mm. late August. And uh, I loved this whold music. And so yeah. I'm kinda I'm gonna try to incorporate it in my life as often as possible. And maybe I'll do it on the casino floor. It's like it's like, you know, you're not wearing your mask and <laughs> say, Hold on, can I put you on hold for a second? And I'm just gonna hold up my phone and play that music and then uh, and it'll, it's so fucking annoying that could, it's like, yeah. Could you guys do that? Could you do like an announcement? Uh, um, like, are there, is there a PA system in the casino where like every this, 10 minutes or every 15 minutes, it's please remember to put your mask on. And then there's the music This is whatever. the thing. This is the thing is we do have a PA system and I was going to use it, except yeah. it's not working right now. It's not <laughs> working right now. For some reason over the, the break, I keep calling it the break, over the break, the 78 day break. Yeah. Um, how was, how was your winter break? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Over the break, for some reason, some things just like sat dormant for so long or whatever. They changed some things. I can't get it to work because that's what I want to do is I want about like once every hour, just get on there and remind people, yeah. you're grown fucking people. Put yeah. your goddamn mask on. Put it in a nice corporate sounding way. I think the problem with, with this whole thing, people don't not think it's a big deal. It's because it hasn't wiped out millions. I mean, it, it's wiped out plenty of more than plenty of people, but half like, a million people have died from this right. fucking thing. But like, because it hasn't come to their doorstep, it's, you know, like what do you, and part of the reason that that has happened, that it hasn't come to your doorstep is because we've taken precautions to keep yeah. it from your doorstep. Yes. So what the fuck do you need to take it serious? Do you need to be dead to take it seriously? I'll wear my mask when it kills me. I, uh, I had a conversation. Okay. I'm figuring out that it is, is a part of my, and we've talked about my, I I could be wrong, but mm -hmm. which is my, you know, my, my quantifier when I'm talking to somebody that I either think is an idiot or just somebody I disagree with, which I usually think is an idiot. So that's kind of how it works. <laughs> right. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but now it's what if I'm wrong? And I was having a conversation with a guy. This is before Sislak said, yeah, everybody's got to wear the masks. And I'm wearing a mask because I have to, you know, yeah. it's required. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the thing is I wear my mask everywhere. So it's, I mean, that's just the thing. I wear my mask when I'm working out because yeah. what the fuck. Right. Um, but he's just pissing and moaning about how it's all bullshit. And, uh, you know, I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody? And, uh, and, and then, the, you know, they get paid. They get paid if they say somebody had a heart attack, died of COVID. They get paid God. more. And it's like all this bullshit. Shut up. And yeah. so I, I said, you know, I said, that's an interesting perspective. I said, you know, 
I wear the mask everywhere. Um, I believe that it's that it's a real deal. But I, you know, I said one of the questions that I asked myself is, what if I'm wrong? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, you are wrong. I said, no. <laughs> well, okay, okay. But my perspective <laughs> is, I don't think I'm wrong. But I ask myself, what if I'm wrong? And then I ask, if I'm wrong, who is harmed by my error? Right. If I'm wrong, who's harmed? And I went, well, if I'm wrong and I'm wearing the mask every day, then the only person that is, I mean, not even really harmed, the only person that is rendered sort of stupid, gullible, and embarrassed is me. I'm just right. embarrassed because I spent $15 on a fucking cool mask that I wear it all day. It's $15 on a cool mask? What what kind of cool mask do you have? Oh, God. I, I've got is one it a with Darth a little Vader vent. helmet? See, we can't. That's the thing is, we can't have uh, on the casino floor no no logos. It's got to be one solid color and no logos. That's fine. Yeah. So I've got one of those black masks with a little ventilator cap on it. It's, I want to get this because your glasses don't fog, right? Your glasses don't fog oh, up, yeah. and and you can breathe pretty easily. You know, and it's it's better than nothing kind of thing. Uh, but it looks cool. Um, but uh, I said, you know, I'm the only one. I said, but have you considered what if you're wrong? Well, I'm not wrong. I said, okay, I understand that. What if Let's play a game. you are wrong? Yep. Yeah, yeah, this is just a you know just a gambling game. What if you're wrong? And he goes, well, what if I'm wrong? I said, well, who is harmed if you are wrong? I said, I would say that if you're wrong, and maybe you're right, but if if you're wrong, then you're harmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, your family's at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, all your friends are at risk. Anybody that you come into contact in a, in a regular place is at risk. So if you're wrong. People could die. If I'm wrong, I'm embarrassed. Might be something to think about. He goes, well, I'm not wrong and I'm not wearing a fucking mask. I said, okay, you do you. Whatever. It's like, I'm not going to have that conversation. And now the next time I see him, he's going to be wearing a motherfucking mask or he's going to walk his happy ass out the fucking door. Yep. So now you got to wear a mask, jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Today, today... Mm -hmm. I decided for our topics, we were like, what, what are we going to talk about? And you've, been, you've just been working so hard, you just don't have any bandwidth for it. I just, yeah, I haven't, like, I haven't had a chance to pull my head up and like, think about the world, which in a weird way has been kind of nice. Like, yeah. I'm, I, has, has there been news this week? Is anything happening? Anything well, like that? Just... <laughs> so I decided that we're going to kind of do a, a combination of the James Lipton Oh, you know, inside the actor studio, yeah, um, and uh, twenty questions kind of thing. So I have got twenty questions, twelve of which I sent you, mm-hmm. eight which you've never heard. Fun, and this is going to be all about David Himmel and the things I want to ask you. All right, yeah. Some of, some of it's about the current day. Some of it's about your opinion. Some of it is. This is okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, yep. hold. Hold on, before we start, uh, I'm just going to put you on hold for a second. Sure. Okay, and we're back. Okay, sorry about that. I apologize. I apologize for putting in a hold. I, I appreciate um, the music, though. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just to keep you. All right. So, yeah. question number one: Jimmy Kimmel recently uh, was exposed for having done blackface on the Man Show years mm-hmm. ago. Should he be canceled for that? Well, being that the Man Show was already canceled, I feel like that would be double jeopardy. So, um, 
it, it's tough. Uh, if, if we look at the, the strident laws that we've put in place about canceling people, then, then yes. However, we, Justin Trudeau has not been canceled. But the heated brown face versus black face. So maybe that's a little more forgivable. Um, he's also arguably more handsome than Jimmy Kimmel. And we've not seen Jimmy Kimmel do a plank. So Justin Trudeau, so maybe planking gets you out of getting canceled. Okay. Makes up for it. Um, I do not think Jimmy Kimmel should be canceled. Uh, Why not? Why not? I mean, because the thing is, is, isn't there a double standard and a hypocrisy that if you are on the correct side of history, shall we say, yeah. if you are a if you are a left right. right thinking person, that you should you should be able to get away with blackface and and homophobic slurs and all that kind of stuff. But if you're right wing, you're fucked. Is that fair, or is that just Part of do, is that the collateral damage of social change? It's the collateral damage of social change. I mean, I think that that he has never, in all of his time, even though he did that blackface in, and I don't remember the the clip of it. I didn't have a chance to look it look it up, so I don't know. Like, oh, it's it's like full body. He's he's completely dressed as a basketball player. He's bald, and he oh, is he's completely doing, that's black. Right. He he does uh-huh. his uh, Charles Barkley impersonation. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, no. Absolutely not. That's right. I for yes, I remember this very well now. Because yeah, no, he should not be canceled. There is a difference between doing blackface in the the negative, hateful, uh, char- you know, the, the mischaracterization. Wait a of minute. So, in this so way, are you saying intent matters? I'm absolutely saying intent matters. All right. Very good. Very good. Second question: How do you meditate? That's a great question. Um, I, it's, it's before bed, um, or it's, I'm in bed and I'm falling asleep and I just close my eyes and I just kind of, um, it, it used to be like praying when I was a little kid. Um, it's just kind of like talking, like talking through the day and talking through the things that I'm thinking about and like, all right, I need to make sure, you know, I, I'm hoping that this goes well and I need to make sure that this is in place. So it's just like thinking through the, so like clearing out the brush and then once I get it cleared out, I let it burn, and then I can just like breathe and listen to myself breathe and fall and gently fall asleep. Cool, cool. Third question: Does Trumpism end with his defeat in November? Absolutely not. No fucking. So way. talk about that. So how does that how does that live on? Well, it's like this: If Trump had lost, and I, I believe that we talked. I don't think we had the the ape cast at the time, but I, yeah. I'm ninety nine thousand percent sure that you and I at least talked about it to each other um that even if trump lost in 2016 it wasn't over like trump wasn't going away his people all the shit that had boiled up that was going to remain and probably get worse like the vitriol that was in 2016 was going to get worse if he had lost so if trump wins in november he's (laughs) got it's i don't know if it's a mandate but it's saying something that he wins like there's always a when you win a second term, it's like, yep, yeah, yeah, we, this is the guy. So they've kind of, yeah. and they don't have to run for re-election, so the president can always be like, <laughs> I'm going, Fuck baby. off. You know, yeah, we're yeah. pouring the fucking gas on this. Uh, so there's, so there will be that. But if, if he loses in November, and he's already sowed the seeds for it, it was, it was rigged, 
It was uh, it was mail a fraud. Mail yeah. fraud. There was uh, it was a conspiracy. This is just an attempt for COVID to try and get him uh, impeached because that's what COVID is. You know, whatever like insane shit that he's already started to float out there. Yeah. Uh, which he did in 2016. He said like if I lose, it's because the the election was rigged. But then if I win, it's because I. And and people are going to get. They're already pissed, and they're just. The, yeah, yeah, he's he's. They're going to be. I think even more empowered to. This is it, but but be but angry. if he loses, but if he loses, does it continue? Trumpism will continue if he loses. Yeah, it okay. does not. Right. It does not end with his defeat. The only way that Trumpism ends, is with time. Yeah, he needs. Die he needs to. He needs to die and shut up, and then we need time to like get over, and move on and find a new demagogue to, put our put our eggs up his ass basket. Or whatever. Number four. <laughs> I like that. Ass Number basket. four. <laughs> I'm going to put you my egg in your ass basket. In your ass basket. <laughs> you and Katie. Number four. Mm-hmm. You and Katie are buying a house. Mm-hmm. Are you gentrifiers? I'm afraid we might be. I don't know how to get around it. Um, I mean, we're not, we're not the big corporations moving in and no, buying no, no. up No, no, no. You're not Walmart. Yeah. Right. Um, we're not Whole Foods. We're not... Yeti, you know, we're not whatever. Um, and it's really not even the companies as much as it is like the, the development companies, right? It's not that the, the consumer shopping companies, they, they go where the developers put them or ask them to come. Um, but we're still white people. We're still, uh, we're not poor. So I, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I've, I've lived in Wicker Park, Bucktown for 11, 12 years, whatever it's been now. And I've seen a lot of changes that has made yeah. it look more like Lincoln Park and Lakeview. And, you know, the dingy cool bars have become Yeti stores. The, you know, the yeah. double door is a Yeti store now. Yeah. And is it really? Oh, yeah. It's Don. It's gross. It's. Oh, it's, that's fucking horrifying. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me so much. I, I mean, I'm always on a daily basis really happy I don't live in Chicago anymore. But that really makes me happy that I don't live yeah. in Chicago anymore. That's yeah. really awful. It's it, a Yeti yeah. score. Yep. Oh, that's just terrible. But like, all that change has happened while I've lived here. When I first moved here, there were still like yeah. hookers hanging out on North Avenue, you know, late at night. Like it was still a, a cool, dingy. There was, and there's still some local, you know, small stuff. Like I, I make an effort to go to the bodega. For my Red Bull or my, you know, quick, quick hit things rather than even the 7-Eleven right around the corner, you know. Yeah. But all that change has happened while I've been here. So am I a part of it? I, I don't know how I can't be. I don't know how I can't be. All right. Number five. Is there a big Joe Biden scandal coming in October? And if so, any predictions? I, I... Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, you don't I, think so? Okay. You don't think there's going to be a big scandal popping up? I mean, Joe Biden has been around for so long, and you know there was this alleged um, molestation or, or, or rather assault, um, you know, in the Capitol or whatever that right? Whatever yeah, that yeah. Was, the a couple, terror, terror read thing. Terror that read thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's all bullshit. Um, so that's fine. So there was that. I mean, and let, if maybe they're holding on to something in October, but like for the most part, 
even though his his policies and his approach to things over the years has been questionable on race sure. and and uh, and sex and gender equality, yeah, and the police and the police, yeah. But I you think, know. well, okay. I mean, maybe the, I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's something that comes out that's maybe a recording where he's like saying something about how more really black bad. people should be in jail. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I don't know. All right, I, all right. I, I doubt it. Number I think six. most of his dumb shit is out already. Number six, how is Cocktail better than Roadhouse? Oh, shit. I, ooh, Don, that's a hard one. I know. Oh. Oh. Uh. Okay. Two answers to that. Two easy okay. answers to that. To, re- to just to, just to refresh anybody that's listening that doesn't know, cocktail is the Tom Cruise, Brian Brown vehicle, Elizabeth Shue, vehicle, Elizabeth yeah. Shue and uh, Roadhouse is the Sam Elliott, uh, Patrick uh, Swayze, Swayze um, uh, Kelly Lynch uh-huh. vehicle. Okay, go ahead. Here's and Gazara. Here's what's important. Well, okay, so here's here's why cocktail is better than Roadhouse, and that's the question. Let's be totally clear. Cocktail and Roadhouse both hold very dear places in my heart. <laughs> Cocktail is a better film. No, I'm not going to say better. Cocktail is better than Roadhouse. I won't even say film because it's more than the film. Yeah. It's better because the soundtrack, for one. So Cocktail has a pretty killer soundtrack because Cocktail, even if you think the song is stupid, which I do, it did bring the Beach Boys. It gave them their first number one hit with Kokomo. Since That's the saddest thing in the I know, world that that was just, their first number one it hit. But added, okay. It added something to the zeitgeist. Okay. Oh, God. You just used so. the word zeitgeist. <laughs> you just used the word zeitgeist in connection to a conversation yep. about cocktail. It's All happening. right, go. Yep. Uh, so that's one. Two, Kelly Lynch is, is great, and she's in Roadhouse, and like we, there's a little like, sex scene and all that, and ee, um but Elizabeth Shue really brings her A-game in Cocktail. There is a side boob moment. <laughs> so that's, that's why. And there's, there's a little bit of punching, and there's, like, there's a really funny fight scene in Cocktail in the art, um, uh, the art studio, or the yeah. gallery, rather, where he like, kicks the guy in the butt and pushes him into his own sculpture. I just think that's, he like, slaps him. There you go. Anyway. But All here's right. the other thing. Kelly yeah. Lynch is in both films. Yes, I know. I know. She's in cocktail, that's, and she's she, who Pocahontas over there, waiting for everyone to notice her. That's yeah, yeah. So that's her. All right, keeping with Kelly the film Lynch thing. Pin is what? Huh? Nice, what nice. Well played. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the World is now ten years old. Is it overrated or a classic? Classic. That film's a classic. All right. Disney Parks revamped Splash Mountain from the Song of the <laughs> South to the Princess and the Frog. Was that a solid move of Black Lives Matter solidarity or who gives a shit? Uh, it was not a solid move for Black Lives um, Matter solidarity. What it was is it's shifting. It's a shift in power play. What it's saying is um, a woman needs a man to be happy. Princess needs her prince. And that women are responsible for making men better. All men are frogs. Good men can be cleaned up and fixed with the help of a good woman and only with the help of a good woman. Princess and the Frog is a terrible story. They've just, they're right. just diving deeper into dumb shit that is horrible and sends the wrong message. All right. Next one. Will Tenet 
ever actually come to fucking movie theaters? I do. Ah. It keeps getting moved back every two weeks. It's a different date. It just keeps getting moved back. And my question is, will we ever see this? And is perhaps this just a made-up film that doesn't exist? Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's the Slender Man of films, right? Like, or the Boogeyman, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, probably not. It'll probably just like do it. They'll like shift it. It'll be like a big like now only on Disney, Amazon Prime Plus, you know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite curse word? Um, the C word. It's cunt. So, cunt is uh, my favorite okay. curse word. Because it's yeah. so, it's so much fun to say. I love that it is, it's, it can be really offensive to people. So it, it has meaning, but it can also uh. be really playful. Like in, in Great Britain, it's just kind of a playful. It's, it's just know. a normal word. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next one. Is it okay for corporations to require diversity training and the reading of Robin D'Angelo's white fragility as a part of employment? Is it also, is it like requiring people to read the Bible or Dianetics? This is, it's, first of all, no to all of that shit. Like, just get it, no. Nobody's reading White Fragility as a, uh, we're not doing that. that oh, no, no, they are doing that. No, they are doing that. There are corporations I, I know, requiring people a, to read it. I, th I okay. don't think that's the best way to go about it. Okay, so um, Especially in comparison, like, making people read the Bible or Dianetics. Like, it's... Diversity programming, I was just reading a, God, I can't remember where, where I was reading it, but about how, oh no, it was, it was a podcast, um, on, I think on Marketplace. Anyway, diversity training, like just, it's so complicated to do it right. It's so hard to do it right. And if you, I feel like diversity training is just this really, it's long been this really soft way of looking at everyone's different it's okay that they all work here it's we want them we want to elevate everybody but it's just it's like these weird empty empty promises look at us we've got people of color doing this and we, we've got women and, and, and all that's great like i'm not saying that we shouldn't do you're not talking i'm not talking but about it's like, diversity but the diversity training yeah but i don't think that the training goes into it because it's it it is perceived as just oh they just got like, so what? You've. I feel like the training is put in place to make the company look good rather than to help the people. And I, I'm all for diversity training, but it needs to be done right. And I don't know the right way to do it because I'm not, I'm not the scientist on it. But I feel like the way that they've done it so far has just been very self-serving to the organization right. rather than They're to good. the individuals that it should be helping. All right. Next one. Which friends character are you? Monica. Okay. It's the, it's the cleanliness. There you go. And is that last question a racist question? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like if I were, I was just going to say like if, if I were, um, if I were a black person and you asked me that question, could I answer it? Because there's no black people in front. Well, there was Alicia Tyler. She had a moment on Take that show. Take a moment, yeah. Um, maybe the question should be, which Tyler Perry character are you, David? 
All right, so let's. Which Tyler Perry character are you? No fucking idea. I don't watch Tyler Perry stuff. Exactly. All right. Exactly my point. Okay, are you looking forward to the all female Pirates of the Caribbean? And should Disney change that ride too? No, I'm not looking forward. To, I didn't look forward to the the Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Uh, I don't. I don't. Care, no, I don't care. I don't care about the ride either. Don't it's Margot Robbie. Okay. Robbie, whatever yeah. her name is. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess like if it's on TV, maybe I'll watch it because like there will be like boobs pushed up the way that pirates have that, which is probably just going to be annoying for like in the interest of feminism. Like they're just putting up their boobs up because I doubt that like real female pirates would spend time like putting their corset together every day. I, I just can't buy that. Like I've been on a rocky sailing ship. Wait a and minute. It's really so, hard to knit your corset so, together. So you're examining the realism of a movie series based on a Disney ride based on a fictional account of adorable pirates. That's exactly right, because, Don, I'm woke, and I think that way. Fair enough. All right. So who should replace George? We've, we've already established in the last one that George Washington got to be canceled because he's got slave teeth. <laughs> so... <laughs> Who should replace George Washington on the $1 bill? Sure, Shirley Chisholm. Shirley Chisholm. Or so who, so who is that? Tell us who that is. Shirley Chisholm ran for, uh, ran for president in the Democratic primary uh, in 1972. She was the first black woman to ever run uh, for, for president in a major party. In the primary. So you're, so you're saying that, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm not disagreeing with your perspective. I just want to clarify it. You're saying that the 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 man, white man with slave teeth, mm-hmm. don't want to get rid of the slave teeth, mm-hmm. um, basically was the the winner of the Revolutionary War that fought mm-hmm. more battles, that became our first president, that was almost almost the king, should be replaced by a black woman who lost an election. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't think you can't think of a black woman that actually accomplished anything. Uh, I, I do think she accomplished something. I think she no, set, she, she lost. Helped, That's what she accomplished. But she helped. She was the first one to get that far and to to start speaking on the issues that she was speaking on from so, with her voice. With that, that so voice not an, that not Angela Davis, not Maya Angelou, not or Maya somebody Angelou. else, Absolutely or somebody else Angelou. with an Angela in their name. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess. Harriet Tubman. Um, okay. Well, you know what? Wait, fuck that. I mean, sure, sure, Harriet Tubman. But like, what about Susan B. Anthony? She's already on a dollar coin. Why don't we just shift her to the dollar? Okay. There you know, you go. I mean, we That's already the... like that would solve. We don't. Have to, we can have less of a de- an annoying debate on who should be on it. That said, I I do think that. So let's go with Susan B. Anthony, right? Because there already okay. exists a All Susan right. B. Anthony dollar. But I do think that Chisholm should get more recognition than than she's gotten in the last 40, 50 years. Yeah, yeah, okay. But you remember the sack of Jewia dollars? Yeah. What yeah. happened to those? Um, th- so, I mean, that basic that basically was like sort of like your your first answer was like, all right, let's put somebody that didn't really accomplish anything, but we've heard of her. Yeah, I, but I think that's uh, the sack of Jewia story is complicated. I, uh, she was a kid and fucked a white dude. That's I mean, that's terrible. Is it wrong to call her an Uncle Tom? Because I feel like that's kind of like what she... I don't wow. know. Like that. Is, 
<laughs> wow, you just went right in there. You called Sacagawea a Native American Uncle Tom. Wow. All right. All right. I mean, look, it was Lewis and Clark. Those were her dudes, right? No. no. Wait, who is it? It was wait, John. S- no, shit. <laughs> you don't even know who said Sa- you called her an Uncle Tom and you don't even know who, who Sacagawea the- is. Which one? Who am I thinking? Am I thinking of? Am I thinking of Pocahontas? No, fuck. Yeah, David, you are totally I've gentrifying. Got all my Disney what, whatever mixed neighborhood, up. whatever neighborhood yeah. you, you go in, you're totally. You're gentrifying. damn right, I am. You're damn right, I am. Yep. All right, next up, you only get one. Okay. Most influential band of the 1990s. Nirvana. Okay, that's it. That's every other band. Only reason I paused on that was because. Well, you were thinking. Well, does no? I mean, that's an obvious thing. But like, is Nirvana a '90s band or are they an '80s band? Because they've, like, they came into the '90s after doing all this shit in the '80s. But I guess that the hit and the shift happened in the night. Yeah, no, I'm sticking with Nirvana. Yeah, absolutely. They changed everything. Yeah. All right. How many pull-ups can you do? 127. I know. I mean, in one shot, 127. You cannot uh, do right. 127. Uh, fucking pull up. 18. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, all right. Now the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, love them. Are now are now just called the Chicks. Mm-hmm. That's their new name. Which band will change their name to reflect current social justice standards next? You too. And why would they change their name to what U2 is that? U2 is a bomber. It's a, it's oh. a plane that is responsible for killing millions of people. Okay. And I believe that they will change their name to Me Too. <laughs> it's the right thing That's for them to well do. That's well played. That's well played. All right. Should Texas and Florida shut down their economies, or are we all just better off with less of them alive? I think that, I mean, I, I have friends um, in Texas. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, friends in Florida. I've got friends with family in Florida and Texas. Um, do we include Arizona in there, too? No, just Florida and Texas. I did not. Right? I, yeah. just, I just mentioned Florida and Texas. I would say... I think the gut instinct is, yeah, fuck them. Let, them. let them die out, except that that's not how this works, right? Like, they could spread it because my friends can visit family up here, or and then it will spread. So I think that they just need to shut it down. Let's get let this shit play out. Let's do it right, and then you can reopen. And then maybe we go in um, with some talented snipers and take out the idiots, but individually. There you, go. you know, You know the thing, and I'm just going to take a pause before I get to the last question. Um, I thought it was interesting that Texas shut down all bars mm-hmm. and Florida just prevented bars. They just mandated that bars can't serve alcohol instead of shutting the bars down. They can't, you know why they did that, right? No idea. Because in Texas, they shut the bars down. That means those people are still eligible for unemployment in Florida. The bars are still open. So those people are no, are not uh, eligible for unemployment. Right. right. Yeah. DeSantis is a Trump fuck face. So, yeah. of course, of course he wants to fuck the bartenders. Right. Yeah. Jesus, what a fucking monster. Isn't that, that gross? Isn't that gross? All yeah. right. Last question. All right. Hold on. 
I, I got to put you on hold oh, this real okay, quick. Okay, yep, yep. Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that. Apologize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all all things are being recorded for uh, quality purposes here. So just letting you know. <laughs> if heaven exists, and this is the standard James Lipton question, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? And I can guarantee you it's not your wife jumping in and saying, fuck you. <laughs> so what would you like God to say when you arrive at the pearly gates, if there is one? You were really funny. That's, that's, what, I, what, that's you want, what I want God to say to me. I, <laughs> you want God to say you to were really make, funny? All I want to do is make God laugh. <laughs> oh, he's laughing anyway, man. Trust me. He is laughing I his ass off. I want him to laugh with me, not at me. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, I, I see. You want God to say you're really funny? That's the best you got? Or I really enjoyed your books. <laughs> you get up there and God has a copy of the last DJ say, do you think I get you Can to you sign, sign this? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jesus, oh. will you grab my Sharpie? I forgot my Sharpie. Jesus, go get me a Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, he takes a pencil and makes it into a Sharpie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing is a watch. Um, a little late to the game on this, but it's still there. Go to Hulu and watch the Hillary documentary, four-part documentary about Hillary Clinton. I, you know my my feelings on Hillary in the 2016 election. Like, I'm frustrated. I'm still annoyed and angry about it, but he, I've never disliked Hillary. Like, I was never like, oh, I can't trust her. She's a crook. I just, you know. Um, it's an... It's, it, I think that it's well done, that the documentary is well done. It tracks her 2016. Like, that's the, the narrative framing. Yeah. But it, you know, takes us through her childhood and, like, you know, her husband's, like, her, you know, when she was in the White House and um, governorship and all that other stuff and all the women, you know, all that stuff. It's really interesting to see the, how candid both Hill, Hillary and Bill are in this thing um watching bill and i know this is terrible because like it's a documentary about hillary but like my focus is on bill is how he struggles and is still kind of kicking his ass about the whole monica thing and like how he hurt everybody the country and his wife and and you see how much hillary and bill love each other like how that what's why she stayed with him and all this other shit like she they're a team yeah this poor woman i mean like she fucked up the 2016 election, and she more or less admits to it. But she got through. She was put through the fucking ringer from the moment she opened her mouth on this earth, you know. And oh yeah, it's just it's really well done, and it's um, yeah, that's yeah, I enjoyed it. So Hillary okay. on Hulu. All right, my my first thing is also a watch um, on Netflix. Spike Lee's *The Five Bloods*. Mm. It's really good. It's not his best film. I, uh, I'd heard that it's the it's his masterpiece. I don't know if I would say it's his masterpiece because it's probably a half an hour longer than it needs to be. Mm. 
Um, but it is it is his black version of uh, Apocalypse Now, mm, and he makes yeah. it obvious. He yeah. makes it obvious early on that that's what he's doing. I mean, to the point where they're in a bar in Vietnam with that's called Apocalypse Now. When they get on the boat to get down into Vietnam, you hear bum bum ba dum bum bum bum. I mean, mm-hmm. he's making some very direct references, um, but the performances are really good. And Del- Delroy Lind- Lindo is phenomenal. I mean, he's just like, he's the most wounded. Yeah. And he's the most interesting character because he is, you know, I mean, like fucking PTSD, serious PTSD. And he's the one that wears the MAGA hat. Mm, okay. And it's, I mean, it's a, re- it's, it's, it's actually quite good. So I highly recommend it. It, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, my next thing, also Netflix is watch 23 Hours to Kill, Jerry Seinfeld's comedy special. It's good, yeah. So I think, please watch it and tell me how it is because I've been wanting to watch it, but it's like one of those things I'm like, I want to see it, but I really don't want to spend the time watching it. So maybe just somebody else watch it and let me know if it's funny. And Well, I, wa- I watched it. I thought it was fine. I okay. mean, it's, it's, I would say it's as close to Jerry Seinfeld's uh, personal response to Hannah Gadsby's first special. Oh, interesting. Okay, that 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 was the sense that I got is okay. that he's he's an old white man, kind of pissed off, and so he's going to do his humor in his style. But you can still tell he's kind of pissed off. Yeah, well, I mean, he was like one of the first comics to like stand up yeah. against the college safe spaces or whatever the hell. Oh that yeah, was right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right, okay. my second, my second thing is now I want you to ignore the fact that uh, Nicole Hannah Jones in college wrote an entire piece about the White Devil, <laughs> and that all white people are devils, and you know, just like just, you can ignore that. That came that resurfaced recently. Yeah, she was she was the 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 primary mover and driver of the sixteen nineteen project for the right. New York Times. And I don't agree with everything about that, but I understand that the, that reframing is necessary if we're going to move things forward. Um, it was interesting because I find her very conflicting on, on sort of like my views, her views, that kind of thing. But she literally, the day after I published my piece on Literate Ape about a case for reparations, mm-hmm. she put in the New York Times magazine, what is owed Mm. And it's all a call for reparations, and I couldn't agree with her more. Yeah. So it's it is New York Times Magazine. What is owed by Nicole Hannah Jones? It's okay. totally worth the read. Great. Uh, my next thing is for everybody in Las Vegas heading to Don's Casino. Wear a fucking mask. Just wear your yeah. mask. Just do Just it. Just do it. It's it's annoying. I know it's so hard, and you can bitch about it, but just do it. Just yeah. Just yeah. wear it, man. That's all. And my last thing is uh, a read as well. Um, we've talked a little bit about how you pay for reparations, how we pay for things. And, and Bernie Sanders came out recently and said, you know, how about 10% less for the military to pay for everything, which actually would pay for everything. But I actually like this uh, better. Um, uh, it is a New York Times piece by Lily Batchelder, and it is called Tax the Rich and Their Heirs. And it is an entire piece, and it's pretty wonky. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very money heavy, but it's basically if it, that, like the biggest scam in terms of wealth inequality isn't salaries of CEOs, isn't right. social security. It is 
um, inherited wealth and how we don't tax this inherited wealth. Talk about unearned privilege. Yeah. The fact that your dad made a whole lot of money in whatever business doesn't mean you somehow deserve that money. Right. And maybe you do deserve that money because you want to create a legacy in your family, but you should fucking pay a hefty tax for getting it because it's not your, you didn't create that wealth. Right. And it's a, it, I mean, it is a really good piece and it breaks it down that if we were to appropriately tax, uh, inheritances in this country the amount of money we would have to pay for everything from schools to reparations i mean it's extraordinary so read that what and what is the headline of it it's called tax tax the rich and their heirs okay very good so it's a really interesting piece right on rock and roll and that's the show that's the show you know a little bit more about david himmel (laughs) and my feelings on that on the pirates of caribbean yeah, you know, or these Caribbean? are the questions. Mm-hmm. These are the questions that I wanted to know. If you have any yeah. questions that you think you'd like to hear from David, send us an email and we'll ask him those questions at another another Apecast. Happy to. Yep. Rock and roll. Bye-bye. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>